everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lennon. And this is Volume Up by The Tees. So we're in the thick of it. N-Y-F-W, but it's coming to a close. Fashion Week. Let's get into it. Our team is on the ground in New York. We're not there. So great. They're in Mm -hmm. spirits. They're taking it all in for us. You guys are enjoying it on our social, we hope, um, at our.com. I... It like it took forever to get here, and now it's like what? Mm-hmm. And we can't turn off the the gas. Basically, we can't. a couple more days, we're all gonna make it. I don't know. I mean, all the looks. I feel like in New York Fashion Week, it you know, for me in my generation at least, or my demo, you know, it was glamorized by the Sex in the City episodes, right? You're like, how do I get there? Mm-hmm. I'll never get there. This is the most incredible thing in the world. And I went, I've been, mm-hmm. and it was fine. It was fine. It was cool. I loved going backstage and watching it all in action though, with the stylists doing their thing, because oftentimes we forget the sort of polish on top, I believe is also the hair, makeup, nails. Yeah. Well, and also like often the most accessible stuff. I mean, people right. can't necessarily drop the money on some of the items that are walking down the runway, but you can get the look and recreate it for yourself. And that is a testament to our hair pros and makeup pros. And we love that. I mean, I just, I can't, it's, it's so weird because with COVID, like things obviously died down and went away. Right. And like, so it's always like, is it going to be back? Is it going to be back? And it seems like it's inching back to like something more resembling what it used to be. Mm -hmm. Curious, you know, as we head towards the last few days, what it's all going to wind up being. I mean, there's going to be lots of recaps on the sites, lots of trends that you guys have seen that you will see. Um, It's just been a crazy blur. It has. Hmm. It's been a busy one. And thanks to our editors for being there in person, covering all of the hair, makeup, beauty, better mm. better and you're gonna hear from them so they'll be on the podcast the next episode talking okay. through some of their favorite moments things that you guys definitely do check out on the site and on our social uh, so you'll be hearing from them too but yeah best of luck it. to them as they power on through these last few days on our last episode we talked with dr leah ramachandra a serial entrepreneur and healthcare executive dr leah is the founder and ceo of epilinks gluten-free skincare and cosmetics brand. She comes with vast experience in global medical affairs, global ethics and compliance, clinical research, and global publications. She has worked with multiple companies like Takeda Pharmaceuticals, Pfizer, Astellas, and Dr. Leah holds a master's degree in pharmacy and a doctorate in pharmacy from Groningen University in the Netherlands and a PhD from the University of Utrecht in the Netherlands. That is quite a bio. Um, We loved having her on the pod. And make sure you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tees and send in questions to volumeupatthetees.com. And this week, our episode is sponsored by JCPenney Salon with guest Dariella Montaño. Dariella is a master stylist with JCPenney with seven years' experience as a hairstylist and five years working for JCPenney Salon. She specializes in all types of hair coloring, treatments, and haircuts. Her goal is always to cover all of her clients' needs, keeping their hair healthy. She joins us to talk about her journey to JCPenney Salon and what it's like being a stylist in this franchise. There's also a little bit of back and forth in Espanol. So for all of us that are out there, the Hispanolantes, we're going to get into it for some (laughs) quick takes. Um, And if you're not, sorry, there's lots of English conversation happening too. So you're not going to be left out. Don't worry. And if you're not, it's a little treat just to hear my co-host 
speak in Spanish. We had a good time, Daria and myself. Um, so yeah, you can just listen to us giggle if you don't understand what we're saying. There's that. So as we transition, Jason Momoa, he cut his hair for single-use plastics. Yay, nay, what do you think? Nay. Yay. It's, it's a big nay. Like So we've, we've, <laughs> we've had a lot of talk about this over at the T's. Jason Momoa is known for his hair. So like, obviously it's a statement. It makes a lot of sense. It's getting attention. We're like taking on single use plastics. Are we though? And he's just, mm-hmm. but, but in terms of like his appeal, it is the hair. And so it's a little bit of like a Samson situation. Have we lost the luster? I don't know. Yeah. And you know, I'm just going to put it out there and maybe call a little like on this one because Looped into the article mm. is also that he founded Mana Mana Nalu Water, yeah. a bottled water company that uses re- reusable and recyclable aluminum bottles. So I'm just gonna say that the timing is curious. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, so I watched the video mm-hmm. um, where it's happening. And like, that was also a little bit of a letdown mm-hmm. because we didn't really get to see the payoff of like, yeah, he was like holding the braids preemptively, which like so clearly they had envisioned. So it wasn't like a super organic moment. And then, yeah, like the product placement of like, and here's my mm-hmm. metal bottle water was a little bit distasteful um, as also, we're talking about water. But I can get behind the cause. I can get behind yeah, the message. We all can. We all but can. I also would if I were a betting woman would bet that he has a movie role coming up where the hair needed to go. <laughs> uh, I mean, and that's I don't, the tea. That's the dish. On that's, that. that's, that's the mm-hmm. tease. Turn the volume up on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably for a movie role. Let's be, <laughs> let's be real. Um, but yeah, big change, big transition. So also hitting the news is the topic of splurging on beauty and where we're at from an economic standpoint. So the lipstick theory has held though, not always. Right. So Makeup sales spiked during the Great Depression, during the recession in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. then again in our economic decline in 2008. Um, and the research group, NPD group, um, said that the same thing happened during the early days of the pandemic. As Americans stayed home, we were behind our masks, we looked more towards wellness and skincare. That's where mm-hmm. we were spending our dollars, which guilty, right? Now we're seeing Americans buying more eye, face, and lip makeup roughly two to five to even 20% higher year over year. What do you think about that? It's crazy. I mean, this ABC News story that we're talking about, um, somebody says like, I just won't give it up. And that's clearly what's happening. Um, Across all markets, we're seeing high-end retail picking up additional beauty products. We're seeing big box retailers picking up additional beauty product for holidays. People don't want to give up some of those COVID beauty routines um, and products that they were purchasing to relieve stress and, and whatever. So it doesn't surprise me, but it is kind of crazy to see some of the numbers, like big percentage jumps year over year in terms of purchasing. Um, so good news if you're in product development um, yeah. for any of these beauty <laughs> companies. Um, yeah, I just, it's it's funny to see something reflected back, which is happening in real life. Because um, yeah. often it's like a, disconnect but yeah i mean like i haven't stopped buying 
certain things. Um, I haven't stopped. I think I've increased actually. I'm part of the statistic, yeah, but I, was say. I will say, I think I've cut down on my skincare and skincare routine because mm. back in the day, like a year ago, I would say like, Oh no, I've got the five, six, seven stepper. Yep. No, steps are- I'm back to two. Back to Dr. Lee will be proud. Go back mm-hmm. to that podcast episode. We I'm going to tell really you though, three. that was a good listen. So, I mean, invest in some good fewer products basically, but yeah, no, I mean, the story is, is nuts. And yeah, we are always curious about what people are buying. Exactly. So if there's something that you're really into that you feel like we should know about at the tease, give us a shout out, send us an email at volume up at the tease.com. And we might be plugging that product on this very podcast. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about things that are trending on our site. Uh, Our editorial team, hard at work, as we've established, in New York Fashion Week for the most part, which is crazy. Shout out to them. But they've uncovered industry news. They've looked into trends that you maybe don't know about, but you should. And here are some of our favorite headlines. First up, ColourPop Mm -hmm. has your new hair color covered. So this is a little bit more for the prosumers. Mm ColourPop is a cosmetics brand that you may or may not know of. So as hair continues to grow as a popular form of self-expression, there's been an evident increase in the demand for semi-permanent hair color. An industry once limited to a few shades at the end of a permanent hair dial aisle now includes dozens of brands. From color depositing conditioners to foaming hair dyes, it's truly not surprising that this market is doing so well. Shout out COVID. We all got sick of looking at ourselves, changed up with a little <laughs> bit of demi-permanent, semi-permanent mm-hmm. stuff. Why spend hours at the salon committing to a color when you can experiment with a shade that will last for a month at home and do so in the comfort of your bathroom? The most recent name to enter the semi-permanent dye sphere is ColourPop. ColourPop is a cosmetic brand that prides itself on being affordable, ethical, and high quality. And on August 25th, so just a couple weeks back, they began their journey into the hair industry. They launched six different shades offered in the forms of hair tints and coloring conditioners. And these products are perfect for anyone who's itching for a hair change that may be wary of the commitment. So real talk, Mm -hmm. would you be looking to a cosmetic brand for hair color? Nope. It's a hard (laughs) sell. Yeah. So, I mean, like, in all seriousness, like we're excited that they're doing this and certainly like we just established there's a market. Definitely a market. We know that people are fiending for this, but it just seems like maybe cosmetics brands should stay in their lane. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. I do think that if, you know, for me, if for some reason under the sun, Mm -hmm. I did go vibrant, I would want the opportunity to potentially wash it out over a certain amount of time, because that is a huge commitment. Mm -hmm. I also think that there's like the experimentation of it all. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. curiously launching sort of before Halloween, um, you know, I've got, you know, tweens and teens, like, let me just dyed a little pink to placate this thing that you want to try out. Um, I think it's a great solve for that. And I mean, certainly they know what they're doing in the cosmetics yes. realm. Yep. 10 million followers on the socials. Um, they are taking their pigments to the hair. They sure are. Uh, <laughs> if you guys are using ColourPop's color for hair, mm-hmm. let us know about it. We're, we're curious. All right, next up, CND ambassador Tamara DeLulo shares her Amazon nail picks. A new season always calls for a fresh new arsenal of nail products. And with fall almost here, there couldn't be a better time to start stocking up on nail essentials for all of your upcoming appointments. Fortunately, Amazon has got you covered with Nail Pro must-haves. Their professional beauty store is stocked with all of your favorite pro nail brands from Jellish to OPI and C&D. 
Not to mention the e-commerce giant's super speedy shipping options, hello two-day prime shipping, mm -hmm. are a total lifesaver for a busy nail salon. If you're in need of some guidance as you shop Amazon's virtual beauty shelves, you're in luck. The T's tapped C&D education ambassador and candy nail bar owner, Tamara DeLulo, to find out what C&D nail products she thinks are absolutely worth buying this summer for fall. The Canadian Nail Pro is a whiz when it comes to creating swoon-worthy manicures, so trust us when we say that you'll want to pay attention to her nail picks. Go to thetees.com to see everything that she's listing. Kelly, we're not nail pros, but we do use Amazon. We do. What's the last thing that you bought on Amazon? Oh, oh my. Hmm. Okay, so at our house, we have this problem with socks, right? So there's no... It's like, it's like just dis, like disposable, like mm -hmm. just toss them up in the air, whip it underneath the bed. And so I actually bought, um, one, two, three, four, four sets of six packs of socks for my small children. It's an essential. Um, yeah, it's an essential. I don't blame you. And then, you know, just looking, skimming the next is dog treats because <laughs> I love my dog. <laughs> Priorities. I mean, these and are these I important things. Absolutely love that dang dog. What about you, Jeff? <laughs> uh, so I was big on purchasing. I needed some additional orchid bark. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and and I <laughs> they had a, a mini bag which sounds terrible as I'm saying it out loud in terms of environmental impact, but I had also pre-ordered a book and I had timed it so that they would arrive together and they did. Wow. And so we're That's all a winning. hot Saturday afternoon for you. Just a little, ooh, ooh. Um, yeah. Amazon's or it gets that, a little zhuzh. You get yep. a little and reading a little in. Book. Yep. I'm <laughs> taking care of myself, I guess. I love is that. Is what we're all doing with Amazon, I right? love that. For you and your orchid and for me and my sock problem. But I will just loop this all the way back mm -hmm. from a CND standpoint. If you don't already have the solar oil for your cuticles, you need it. It's literally like the OG. It helps the mani go longer. Your cuticles don't get dry. It's like the go-to. So kudos to the team over the OG team over at CND. Heard it here. For that dang solar oil. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, we told you we were product obsessed. Mm -hmm. Okay, next up on the T is something that you should know about. How to do pastel eyes without looking like a 2001 throwback from contributor Sarah Pollock. In the beauty world of the bedazzled decade, the tones that adorned our faces were infinitely frosty pastels. In the early aughts, formulas weren't at their peak for all-day wear, which we all know. Shout out to the mm -hmm. creasing. Mm -hmm. Cream eyeshadows applied patchy and uneven, and shade ranges in the drugstores didn't evoke huge amounts of inspiration. Fast forward 20 years later, the pastel eyes trend is back with a modern twist and exciting new variations. And this time around, the affordable products of the drugstore have really upped their game. Case in point, cruelty-free vegan ranges are now the norm. Eyeliners are now long-wearing and smudge-proof. Cream eyeshadow ranges now offer great crease-proof options without limiting shade selection. Head to thetees.com to scroll through some of our favorite pastel eye and inspo for your next look. Can't get enough of it, honestly. But Kelly, would you try this trend? You know, I take a little bit of a, I mean, back to the 2001s. Like, let's be real. Mm -hmm. It was a great, great time. <laughs> And so, yes, I would go back because I certainly enjoyed it. You know, if I were so bold as to do the color blocking wings, I totally could. I think I've got like 
in my old age, getting some of like the hooded eye hereditary. So the color block wing is not going to be as dramatic as I would prefer it. But that's my favorite look. And also a shout out to our new contributor, Sarah Pollock, a London-based freelance beauty contributor on the tees. We love to see this article. Yeah, we love to see it. It's a great piece. Go and scroll through. There's tons of stuff to choose from. I would love to see this color block eye situation. So you should maybe <laughs> think about it. I As always, it. no, you should, you should definitely do it and you should... <laughs> debut it here on this very mm-hmm. podcast uh as always so much going to thank you to our hardworking editors we are proud to publish stories that salon pros and consumers care about next up our sponsored guest dariella montagna with jc penny salon Dariella is a master stylist with jc penny with seven years experience as a hairstylist and five years working for jc penny salon She specializes in all types of hair coloring, treatments, and haircuts. Her goal is always to cover all of her clients' needs, keeping their hair healthy. She joins us to talk about her journey to JCPenney Salon and what it's like being a stylist in this franchise. Hi, Dariella. How's it going? Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so good. So excited for you to be here with us. I'm thrilled that we're going to be talking about all things your background as well as JCPenney Salon. So if you wouldn't mind, let's get started with a little bit of background. How did you get to the salon professional industry? So going back five years ago, I was working at another salon. It was awful. I worked there for a year. It was the worst thing. Like I swear. And my manager there, um, she left. Like it was that bad. So she left and she resigned. So I stayed at that salon for a little bit. And she was like, hey, I'm working at JCPenney Salon. You should come and apply. And I was like, well, she's my old manager. She, you know, she knows what she's doing. That's there was a reason why she left here. And I started the application. It was super easy. The The staff was super nice to me. And I don't know, I had just hope that I was going to be hired. And um, I did. Actually, the next day they were like, when can you start? And I was like, whoa, okay. Whoa. Thank you. I'm excited. So that's how everything started. It was literally like so fast, so easy. And the people were so nice. So I just went there. It, 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 it got me like a good feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, we love a good vibe, yeah. um, especially for a career. All right. So talking about the good vibes, how did you arrive at being a hairstylist? Like, what was the situation? Did you always knew you were going to go to hair? Um, what was Cosmo School like for you? Talk to us a little bit about that, too. So literally, like, it's crazy. Since I've been born, I knew that I was going to be a hairstylist. Like, I knew it. So my family, oh, my dad's side of the family, they all know how to do hair. Mm. So imagine like Christmas being there, you know, all the family getting haircuts, highlights <laughs> in the middle of the kitchen. Like it was a whole salon the whole time. Yes. So I remember being a kid and like watching that and be like, oh, the hair lifts this way. And then doing all the highlights and all that. And uh, I don't know, it got my attention. I think it's in my blood. My family, mm-hmm. um, all the boys, my cousins, they're all barbers. And my girls, they're all hairstylists. So... I'm the first one in the family that I'm a barber and I'm a hairstylist. So it's been great. Like since I, since I got to high school, I remember the first day of high school, I told my counselor, I don't know what you need to do, but I want to go to cosmetology school. Like I want to go into Cosmo. So I was like, I don't know what classes you need to fix there, but um, put me in because I want to go to Cosmo. That's amazing. Talk to us a little bit about that. Um, so, I mean, you addressed it, which is that sometimes 
thinking about cosmetology school as a option is stigmatized. People don't necessarily consider it as an option, uh, which is a huge mistake. It's a travesty, honestly. Um, what do you say to people who are thinking, maybe they're in high school, I want to go to cosmetology school. Like, what's your advice for them? How do you like psych them up, hype them to, to get into this field? Just follow your heart. Like, uh, be, I think being a hairstylist and going into cosmo school is more into like mm -hmm. passion. If you have passion for the topic or whatever you decide to do in life, like it's going to work out, believe me. Because there's, I mean, in any profession, there's, you know, you bump into things and you make mistakes. It's totally normal. But if you love what you do, you're ready to go the next day and try harder and harder and harder. And I think um, people don't take cosmetology school that um, seriously. You know, they don't, mm -hmm. they don't see it as a profession. I struggle with that when I was in high school too. I remember just wanting to leave uh, to complete my hours in high school. Mm -hmm. So, um, I will be like, can I leave a little bit earlier to my teachers? And they, they will like tell me straight up, like, so that's what you want to do with your life. You're going to be a hairstylist. And I will be so offended. And I, I was like, I always tell them, like, I'm going to be the best hairstylist. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what you think of me. Like, honestly, I, this is what I love. This is what I do. I never like was hyped about school, mm -hmm. but I was doing, you know, good. And I was never a bad student, but the way that they um, address being a hairstylist and being part of the Cosmo, um, family um i didn't like that i didn't appreciate that and fast forward five years later those are my clients they have my clients and they're giving me money those teachers ah, mike drop moment oh Dariela, yes. we love that uh i mean there's no better revenge if if revenge is the way to put it um but totally. we love that there's <laughs> that's yeah. amazing uh, talk to us. You you had mentioned a mentor, uh, someone who had encouraged you to come over to JC Penny Salon. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the importance of mentorship. Who is your mentor? How do you find mentors? We have a lot of listeners who don't know where to start. They hear it's important, but you know need help. Yeah. So for mentors, like I will say, always try to go whatever you work at uh, any JC Penny. Try to stick with people that have been there the most time. You know, the seniors, the masters. They're the ones that know like how everything worked. Um, that's how I learned everything. Mm -hmm. My my team was, like, you know, my backup always mm -hmm. since day one. I remember the first day that I walked into JCPenney, I had a color, color retouch. So I didn't know where the bowls were. And I was so nervous. <laughs> I was like, this is new to me. And my first thing clocked in, like I already have a color. Like it was shocking for me. So first day, the whole team was like, don't worry, we got you. Here are the things. Do you need anything? So I, since day one, I really felt that backup. And I think that's really, really important just because um, they made me feel really comfortable since day one, first minute on the clock. Mm. Um, that's why uh, I just was excited, you know, to keep going and learning because it was like a learning experience since day one. And JCPenney offers a lot of learning experiences, the classes and all of that. So they really build you up like a great hairstylist. So if you're willing to um, learn and absorb all the knowledge from other stylists and your team that works with you, promise, I promise you that it's going to work out and you're going to be the best hairstylist. You're going to have fun doing it. That's the most important thing because it is a job, right? But mm -hmm. we want to have fun. Like that's the thing we do the most every day. So I really appreciate that from my team uh, back home and I still do over here. So I just think it's great. It's like a family that are we going to cheer you up and hug you whenever you need and give you the advice sometimes. Sometimes we need a slap in our face, like, hey, wake up. You're, <laughs> you got this. You got this. You can do it. And I think I got, I felt that um, 
encouragement at JCPenney. Totally. Oh, oh, I'm jealous. I want that. Um, talk to <laughs> us about what inspires you sort of day to day behind the chair. I love about this profession. I love that like, you never stop learning. Mm. So there's always something new. There's always a new trend that is going to come back right now. The mullet is a big thing, you know. We came back, you know, Billy mm-hmm. Ray. Oh, I had it for said, a minute. I'm all about yeah. it. My eye roll is that oh, it's not going anywhere. It's, it's not it's going here. anywhere. So it's like a cycle. Everything's a mm-hmm. cycle. I remember uh, Cosmo School, they didn't teach us a lot about perms because they were like, those are for old ladies. I don't think you guys, you guys are too young, you know, like to learn that. And we did practice. No, fast forward two years right now, the perm from guys is like the mm-hmm. most famous thing. Fades with the perm, you know, the volume. Yep. And I love that, you know. And I love that um, you never start learning. Like there's always one one thing, the bus cuts with the the signs, with the bleach and the color, mm-hmm. all the fantasy colors. To me, that's so exciting. So every time like a client, hey, I have this idea. I get like, ah, I get so happy because like, I get to do something new. You know, like it's exciting. That, that's the main thing. Yeah. It sounds like the dream. All right, let's talk about JCPenney Salon specifically. Uh, You had mentioned how you came on board, uh, but let's really dive into it. Um, How did you first hear about JCPenney Salons um, and what was the process like to get hired? So JCPenney for me, it's always been since I was really small, we would always go to JCPenney, you know, Mm -hmm. Christmas gifts, all of that. But I never knew they had a salon. You know, I was small. I was I was not into hair that much, but this video was like a very special thing for my family. I don't know if I felt like mm-hmm. uh, all the important gifts we will buy them at JCPenney. So um, whenever I was working with my old manager, you know, um, mm-hmm. in another salon, she was the one who worked at JCPenney like for 25 years when she was young. That's where she started. Mm-hmm. So um, she left JCPenney uh, and started working at her own salon. And then she went back to JCPenney whenever um, I was there, you know, whenever we bumped into life and I met her and she was like, you know what? My go-to is always JCPenney because she already knew how it worked, the system, you know, the flexibility and all of that. So she was pretty sure that she was going to succeed there. And she encouraged me. And first thing, like I'm telling you, she told me like, you should come and apply. I'm pretty sure they're hire you and I'm recommending you and I trusted her. So that's that was my first approach to the salon mm-hmm. and i'm really happy that happened because <laughs> look where am i <laughs> i mean exactly no uh, so talk to us about the master stylist certification how did that happen how did you get there um how does this for someone who's interested in becoming a master stylist for gc penny salon how does this happen for them it took me probably like a year and a half to be a master and they asked me, um, do you have any clientele so we can put you like a senior master? I, d- I had no mm-hmm. idea what that meant. So I told them like, no, I can start like from the bottom. Like I literally mm-hmm. told them like, I want to start from the bottom. So they were like, yeah, okay. So fast forward like six months, I was producing a lot. I had a lot of clients. I was building my clientele. They were helping me building my clientele. And they were forming me a little bit into consultations, creating a relationship with my client. So, um, that's how it started. And then they gave me the promotion to senior and I was like, what's this? Mm -hmm. And they were like, Oh, okay. So it's like a next level. Your prices are going to go a little bit up. You have more flexibility. So my eyes just went like, what? Like this is not over, you know, it's more. And it was like addictive. Like I just wanted to do more and more and more. And, um, you know, of course you're always reaching to, for the master, for the flexibility of your schedule, you make your own Mm -hmm. schedule, you, um, create your own prices everything's more flexible the responsibility is not all into you but you make the decisions 
So that's why I always encourage like just to go and be a master. You can produce. Don't be um, don't get you know sad if you don't you're not building your clientele really fast it took me a year and a half i mean mm. it's not it's nothing that happens overnight but your clients are going to be back your clients are going to be asking for you and that's how um i became more like a master incredible so you've been at jc penny for a number of years now we talked about that at the top of the pod um reflecting back like what has been the most compelling reason to stay i think it's so comfortable working there you know mm. it's super comfortable because one you have the backup you have the, the product the good quality product you have the flexibility of the hours any day that i've asked always they always say yes as long as you know with the time two weeks and notice yep. um my vacation my pto the benefits um everything is just like so perfect and so organized that you just need to do your work and and they'll give everything that you ask for. I've never had trouble, you know, fighting over any, hey, you're not going to give me my days. You just have to be organized with your clients, mm -hmm. and you know, um, try to fix like a time, tell them in advance that you're not going to be there. Um, and that's it. Like they make everything so easy for you. And if you have communication with your clients, with your manager, with your team, everything will go by so smooth. And it's so easy. So I totally encourage people to apply and go for the masters, go for America's best, all the opportunities they'll give you. They invite you into podcasts. They, um, they do amazing things for you. So you never stop learning. Never. Ah, we love that. Uh, talk to us about your coworkers. I mean, you've mentioned them a few times in terms of like being a family, they've got your back, they're cheering you on, they're there for a hug. Uh, what's it like working with, you know, the team at JCPenney Salon? It's just incredible. I mean, just like everything, I see them, I literally see them more than my family because we're there all the time. I was going to say, that's crazy, but no, it's absolutely right. Yep, yep. That's what happened. And I always tell them like, um, do you guys realize that I see you more than my family? So you guys are literally <laughs> like my family. Yeah. So we eat together. We go to lunch together. We, mm -hmm. we see each other every morning, every night. We've seen it at our best, bad days, good days. You know, we're always there. So um, it's just great to, you know, have someone that you know that is going to be always there for you and uh you don't know the shock in my career that has been um having them in my life mm. and knowing that that without them honestly a team a hairstylist without a team is like nothing you know so sometimes we do need uh, that encouragement that uh time when you're with the client you know you're like i don't know what's gonna happen with the hair and your team is like come on you can do it don't don't mm -hmm. worry about it like do this uh they um tell you tips and they tell you what to do what not to do so it's like a whole like a team back you know mm -hmm. um having like a lot of little minds that are telling you like what to do and and you get information from everyone is just like being a sponge so i really mm. really i'm glad that i have my team and that i'm glad that um it's been going so well for like five years yeah still, no, there. Incredible. <laughs> still there um and still sticking around talk to us yeah. about the process of establishing clientele so i mean you had said you know it took a year and a half to become a master stylist you were working on building up your clientele is it mostly the responsibility of the stylist uh, are there walk-ins? Like, what does a day in the life look like for you at JC Penny Salon? So I do have my regulars that I've um, had for a while, mm -hmm. and then um, I try to fit in walk-ins because you never stop building your clientele. Yep. If you stop, you're you're putting like a wall on top mm -hmm. of you know, like you're just uh, blinding yourselves to do so much. 
So I always try to fit in people, you know, um, referrals are always, I always tell my clients, I really appreciate the referrals mm -hmm. and just, it's just building a relationship with your clients and they're like your family too. You, you have heard their problems. I've heard them know their families and you know, the mom and then, you know, the daughter and you know, like all their lives. Cause that's the time where they go and relax, you know, and talk about their life. And I'm always there to listen to them. And I think that's why, um, creating that relationship, it's really like, um, a big impact in that building clientele, because you're always there for them. Mm -hmm. They're always there for you. Um, they will always be there and they're so flexible, honestly. Um, It's so easy to build up clients just if you like it, if you like to talk to people, if you remember them, like it's a whole process. Because at the beginning, mm -hmm. like I was, I was forgetting names too. And they were, you know, my, my name and it's kind of like a Spanish name. So it's hard to pronounce. And I try to make fun of them with them with it. And they love that. And they just, they always come back. So just always greet with a smile, you know, try to best to hold yourself together. And, mm -hmm. you know, we all have problems and just listen to them because that's the thing that they appreciate the most being listened and you did they just walk out with beautiful hair and looking all good and feeling good that's the most important <laughs> most importantly so, yep. yes so that's how i did it oh we love that uh talk to us about i mean what does the jc penny salon look and feel like these days uh because i think you know as you said maybe if you didn't know that there was a salon space within jc penny like you don't have the association um Talk to us about what the suites look like. Uh, what are the amenities uh, for a stylist that's maybe interested in coming aboard? So we have a lot of stations. We have more than 30 stations, probably at the salon. Uh, we have a wax room, a private room that we can, you can use for facials, eyelashes. Uh, right now we're going into an extension class. We're going to buy our kit of extensions. So wow. I'm telling you, you never stop learning. So um, Amazing. we have our shampoo bowls area. The salon is pretty big. Mm -hmm. So all the space you need, you'll have it. If you need, um, we have the drawers. Um, so you can put all your stuff in. And of course, the back bar is like filled with the best products. That's what I love the most. <laughs> so I love the brands. I'm a fan of like JCPenney brands. I love JCPenney. That's I am always talking with my manager, like, thank God we have like really, really good products to offer to the clients because I've seen how other products work and I don't really like them that much, mm -hmm. but, um, it's, it's just like really good. All the space that you need, everything that you come into. Like I talked to my manager about the barber thing. I was like, can I start doing the barber? And she was like, yeah, let's get the license so we can start doing barber thing. So they get excited for you too. If they see that initiative, you know, and, and you doing more, um, there's a girl that is just starting doing eyelashes uh. and they just offer you every, every equipment that you need. So the backup is there. You'll have it. You'll have it. Incredible. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a professional hairstylist at all. I want to sign up. Um, I need to get my license so that I can start working at JCP's salons, basically. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about the the ugly, which has been COVID. Um, we've talked a lot about the the benefits of working with JCPenney Salon. Um, a lot of what independent stylists experienced was horrifying during COVID. Um, what was it like working with JCPenney Salon during the, the height of the pandemic? So... It was hard. I'm not going to lie, just because we didn't know what was what was happening. Yeah, that was the most hard part because we want to take care of the clients and of course, our health, too. But we have elderly clients, so we didn't want to put anyone at risk. Um, JCPenney, every step 
of protection, mm -hmm. we took it. Mm. Like I swear, we were disinfecting like every five minutes, every client. We were wearing gloves. We were wearing um, eyeglasses. We were wearing like a shield, mm -hmm. mask. So we were more than protected. But um, it was hard doing the services with the shield. You know, the little plastic was like yeah. moving. I think that was just the only part, the only ugly part that we needed to adjust to work around the face mask with the mm -hmm. clients and being having the face mask like seven hours a day because that's those are the hours that we're in the salon changing it every. We were trying to change it every hour mm. just because we, you know, we're breathing the same, um, the same thing hour for hours. Yep. So for clients, we would always offer them like a disposable one if they want to take it you know we didn't want to stain it with the color mm -hmm. that was the only challenge that work around it's like working with someone that has glasses you know yep. it's kind of hard you need to work around that so we already um kind of master that that skill working around the face mask but that was the only hard part and we were really just worried about how the clients were gonna react mm -hmm. to that because we didn't want to lose them you know of, of course but we were just making sure that every little detail was covered about like disinfecting and for them to not have that many contact of course we had our space uh between stations so we kind of spread a little bit more the mm -hmm. the schedules were a little bit more spread too so we took care of everything and it went it went really good honestly i'm really proud of the team because we follow um every little um you know rule and regulation mm -hmm. that it can mm -hmm. happen mm -hmm. for that and, and it worked uh thank god in my salon like not one client got infected there at least so we were already proud That's of huge. that yeah yes. no as you should be uh well i mean mm -hmm. it is so nice that we're coming out on the other side that we're not needing to worry as much yes. um <laughs> yeah but certainly something that a lot of people dealt with and it's always to hear sort of different takes from around the country all right now we're going to talk a little bit about just being a hairstylist in general so like enough about jc salon which is fantastic more about like what it is like to do what you do best uh so what do you like or what are you most passionate about in terms of hairstyling at the moment? I The thing that I love the most is that the clients come in a certain way mm -hmm. and the smile that they have in their faces when they leave, just like charm, you know, that, um, I don't know, you see them really comfortable with themselves and that's what brings me peace. At least that's what brings me myself, um, like excitement, you know, that of my job, that I like mm -hmm. that. It's like, it's like an addictive thing, like seeing them walk, you know, like walking and being excited about the next time coming in. So, oh, next time we can do this. And they show you mm -hmm. the picture. And I'm like, I already have the formula for that. So don't get me started. Let's like, go. let's do yep. it right now. It's it's like a passion. Like it, it seeing that they get excited about their hair and how they're going to look uh, makes me happy. And me being able to um, to do that, to, you know, being the one that makes their hair like beautiful, makes mm -hmm. their, their hair dreams come true. Of course, always telling them the truth about the health of the hair, taking care of the integrity of the hair. Uh, you just need to be real with the client and they will totally understand always. Um, I think that's what brings me like, I don't know, like a warm heart, you know, like, cause you see them like being excited and whenever you, they have a wedding and they mm. have the most amazing updo, and whenever they're going to get married and they get the color the first day of school and that ninth grade girl, she's getting the highlights for the first time. That's like, I don't know, like having a kid in their hair, you know, like mm -hmm. here it goes, my name and my signature and they loving it. It's just the best thing, the best gift. Ugh. Ugh. 
So, I mean, I'm again, jealous. I'm jealous of this experience. I mean, it's so <laughs> nice to hear it from your end. I mean, obviously as the recipient of services, I feel good, but it's nice to hear, you know, people like yourself talking about what it does for them too. Um, yes. Speaking of the things that you need in order to execute your craft, mm -hmm. what is a go-to tool for you? Like what is the tried and true thing that you cannot get through your day without behind the chair? My holy grail always heat protector. Always heat protector because that's mm. like a key product that we use to take care of the hair for it to look healthy. And uh, it gives you like a smooth finish. Either you're doing curls or straight or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite product is Kendra. I have like tons of it. Like even myself, I use it every day. Just because, you know, the sun, even the sun by itself is like very, very damaging to the hair. Yep. So I use it like one pump every day. The Kendra um, heat protector is amazing. It brings you the shine, the healthy look. It protects the hair. So you don't need anything more. Mm. That's my key product that I always tell my clients, like, I don't know what you do. I don't know if, if you do an updo. I don't know if you do a color. You better take a heat protector. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Talk to us a little bit about footwear in the salon so you talked about seven hour days it can be more there's lots of being on your feet we understand this what are you wearing what kind of shoe gets you through the day so i always try to wear comfortable shoes um i know um it looks great having like you know like those flats heels but mm -hmm. being on your feet like for seven hours plus and be walking around this it's hard so i try to keep it with my um, tennis shoes, mm -hmm. uh, you know, being professional, try to wear, wear all black or all white. Um, but I'm more of a, you know, being comfortable with myself so I can provide the best for my clients. Of course, always looking presentable, mm -hmm. but, um, the client is the most important thing. So if I'm good, I know the client and the result is going to be good. So I always try to just at least stay hydrated, try to go have my restroom breaks because you need to, you know, also have those and um, try to eat or have snacks. That's the best mm -hmm. advice I can give you because it's hard to have like a full meal, you know, and right. have like an hour lunch. So at least like have a good breakfast in the morning or um, keep uh, drinking water throughout, throughout the day so you can, you know, keep talking to the clients and being up and down. But being comfortable, it's more of an important thing. And also we are messy, you know, we're hairstylists. So every sh black shirt that you see is going to be mm -hmm. staying the beach. Mm -hmm. So I always tell my clients, like, if you live here uh, looking good, I'm more than happy. Like, don't worry about me. I'll make my hair when I get home. Like, it's mm -hmm. fine. Um, so, yeah, I just try to stay comfortable in snacks and drink water. That's the best advice I can give you. Amazing. Uh, holidays are coming up, crazily enough. I mean, the rush is about to start hitting. Uh, what is it like in your salon? Um, how booked up are you getting? Um, how do you stay sane? Talk to us about that. So, of course, weekends are the most, we're packed on weekends. And even if you have um, appointments, you know for sure that you're going to have walk-ins. Yep. So you need to prepare a little bit about that. That's why I mentioned earlier that you need to be organized because mm -hmm. you need to know how much time you take for each service. So let's say, um, I don't know, for a haircut and blow dry, you're going to take an hour, you know? So you need to know that in that hour, you're going to be busy like the whole hour mm -hmm. and the client's going to leave, you know, satisfied. Of course, it's going to depend if the client has more hair, it has less hair, you know, 
a lot of that, but you need to have like an established, you know, amount of time. You need to know your times. Uh, you need to be honest with yourself because you don't want to be like in a rush either because you want to, you know, have everyone happy with their hair and you're not going to do crappy work. <laughs> but um, that's the most important thing that has worked for me. Mm -hmm. uh, just being realistic with the time that I take. And then in between, you can always push it a little bit to take a little bit of walking so you can keep building that clientele. And they can, the clients will appreciate that a lot because they'll see that you're making an effort and um, they'll keep coming to you just because you're that dedicated to, uh, to try to fit them into your schedule. Speaking of dedication, what is a current hair trend that you're really into these days with your clients? Like something that they're asking for. I mean, you would mention perms for guys, getting that volume. Like talk to us about what is exciting you trend-wise. So right now, um, the beach waves are a big thing. Everyone mm -hmm. wants to have that beachy weight, you know, because before the curls were like literally like a curl, just like so close. Mm -hmm. uh, so tight the curl but right now with the beach waves they all want that like, you know like shine volume and like a little bit of messy right now mm -hmm. i think what's trendy it's like being messy you know like people are like i didn't try that hard you know and they try mm -hmm. to be like I, I woke up like this and, and the mm -hmm. curls are look, looking more natural yeah. but um that's my go-to always and the clients love it because it's not that put together and they can recreate that at home it's mm -hmm. possible for them. So I try to teach them like how to keep recreating it at home and um, just for them to take the right product so they can use, they can be the same, you know, um, as the one that we do in the salon, but more of the, the beach waves and the perms totally are one of the number one thing right now for the guys and um, the fades fades with the perms are a huge thing right now. So um, those are my two favorite, my go-to, because they do can literally like see a big change mm -hmm. when you make them. Like the hair is so flat and then Boom. you see the guy like with all the curls and he, he you see him feeling himself. So it's, yeah. it's really, really great. Uh, all right. Talking about clients a little bit, what are three words that you think your clients would describe you as? Okay. I'll say, they always say like bubbly. Like I, I'll say like, I talk a lot, so I want to always keep a conversation mm -hmm. and I think professional because I like to always like draw the line, you know, between the client and me. Cause we are like, we all, we can be talking, talking, talking like all day, but there's always that line, you know, professionalism. And they know that I will never do something to harm like their hair mm -hmm. or just because they have a bad day or they have a bad day and they're, you know, answering me like a little bit more because like I'm telling you, we see them like every day and you don't know what they're going through. Yep. So um, there's some days that are more, some of the clients are more quiet and, and I have to respect that, you know, like mm -hmm. there's days for to laugh and there's days where, you know, something tragic happens. I have um, done my, the, my clients hair whenever they're going to a funeral is like something, you know, unfortunate and I have to respect that. And I have to um, know when, to make a joke and when not to make a joke, you know, when mm -hmm. with older people too. So I'll say like professionalism and the third one, messy, like totally messy. Ah. Like clients know that I have the bones everywhere and they always laugh at me, you know, like, let me just clean my mess and I'll be mm -hmm. right back. I always mm -hmm. tell them mm -hmm. and they just laugh, but um, it's part of, it's part of being creative, you know, being a little bit messy. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, I mean, it can all be super, organize in that way um yeah. all right last thing before we get into our quick picks um is what do you hope to accomplish in the next five years like what is next for you 
I would love to be still in JCPenney, you know, just because mm -hmm. I know all the opportunities that they give you, they make you feel heard. They, um, they're always like on top of your needs, what you need. And the team, like I'm telling you, it's amazing, but I'll just say, I just want to become no more, you know, become a very stylist. Mm -hmm. you like, I'm telling you, you never stop learning. And I want to have like all that experience with the brands from JCPenney, with another brands, if it's possible too. And, you know, being able to master more styles and you never know what's going to be trendy in the future. So mm -hmm. I better be prepared for it. And I wish just um, the best for the future and just to keep the passion that I have right now, that hopefully is going to be there. And I just see myself doing hair for all my life. So that's it. Oh, that's it. That's so much. Um, we love that for you. Uh, and we're going to be keeping an eye out. So before we switch to Spanish, we might lose some folks here. Okay. How can people find you? How can they find you on Instagram? If they're interested in booking with you, tell us all of the things, drop all the links. So you can follow me on Instagram. My, uh, my Insta is DM stylist. Um, that's my main page. I try to upload like all my pictures and everything. Um, mm -hmm. try to, Uh, post some tips and tricks trying to explain how to do the services that's my main main account and i always try to keep the page updated so the clients can know what's trendy or uh if i have appointments available and all mm -hmm. of that you know, so they can use that account as an inspo too because i've seen that before where people take my picture which is an honor and they they go to their hairstyle and say hey i live over here can i take your picture for an inspo because i want my hair like doesn't have like totally more you're Do more it. than welcome yeah. thank you like i feel honored you know um just for them to take my picture of my befores and after to other stylists like it means the world to me so um yeah you can find me there and that's my main page amazing All right, let's do it. We are going to change it up. If you guys don't speak Spanish, you might want to skip. Um, if you do, bueno, este, bienvenidos, pues. Y ahora nos tocamos hablar en español con nuestros quick takes. Dariela, estas son las preguntas que queremos que respondas lo más rápido posible. Sin pensar, nada más este, la respuesta, pues. Lo que salga. Exactamente. Y ahora, la pregunta número uno. ¿Qué es una cita o frase que te ha marcado la vida, que te inspire, que te motive? Creo que la mayor de siempre es amanecer con un corazón agradecido. Es lo mejor que puedes hacer para la vida. Uf. Porque pase lo que pase, si estás agradecido, si es una cosa mala, si es una cosa buena, te va a dejar alguna enseñanza. Entonces, si estás agradecido por lo que venga, o sea, todo te va a ir bien en la vida. Todo lo vas a tomar positivo, todo va a salir bien. Y sabiendo que tú tienes esa mente positiva, ya, ya ganaste. O sea, ya ganaste en la vida. Uf, me encanta. Me encanta. O sea, la respuesta perfecta nada más para empezar todo esto. Ver, algo poquito más polémico. Este, tu última búsqueda de Google. Mi última búsqueda de Google fue un color swatch. Ah. Porque estaba, I was doing a... Estaba haciendo un color, entonces este, tuve que ver de volada el swatch. Dije, necesito uh -huh. verlo ya, a ver si es cierto. Lo busqué, era de Pomecho, un Excel. Este, y de volada lo busqué y dije, ok, okay ya me trajo paz. Pero es lo primero que hago siempre en el celular para ver swatches. Lo busco en Google siempre. Súper lista, pues. Súper <ríe> preparada. Eh, ok. Una tendencia o trend que te apena hasta ahorita? O sea, un crimper, un color que veo este oso. O sea, me dices de cabello, maquillaje, moda, lo que sea. 
Este, algo que respeto mucho para los clientes que lo piden, pero nunca me gustó, pero obviamente el cliente lo que pida, tú se lo das. Este, hubo un tiempo, hace, hace, muchos, hace varios añitos que agarraron de hacerse, no estaba, no era famoso el middle part, ¿verdad? El partido por uh -huh. el medio. Era como, como el emo, ¿verdad? Sí, como los emos, sí, así todo sí. el copete enfrente. Uf. Y soy culpable, yo lo hice cuando, ah. cuando fue adolescente. <risa> por eso también me da más pena, por eso también me da más pena. Este, si me ponía el partido como desde acá para acá, no, horrible, horrible, toda la cara tapada. Me da mucha pena, pero pues tienes que aceptar las fases que pasaste cuando así se es, Así es, o sea, hay que evolucionar, este, sal, este, <ríe> sobresalir de, de lo emo, de lo dark. Sí. Este, pero bueno, ya, ya no es cosa de memes. Exacto. <risa> eh, bueno, eh, una tendencia que estamos viendo, o sea, en todas partes, en este, la industria de belleza es lo de shampoo sólido. Este, en lugar de usar botellas este, de plástico y todo eso. Entonces, champú sólido, ¿sí o no para ti? Sí, pero... Pero... <risa> pero como, como la base del champú sólido es un poquito más grueso, ¿verdad? Uh -huh, Puede dejar sí. residuo en el cabello, es totalmente normal, como cualquier uh -huh. otro producto, ¿verdad? Entonces nada más hay que usarlo correctamente, este, intercalándolo con productos que te van a remover el residuo, pero te van a dejar las cosas buenas como este, los hidratantes, pero siempre cualquier producto que utilices te va a dejar algún residuo en el cabello. Entonces nada más utilizándolo con los, con otros este, productos correctos, yo apoyo el shampoo sólido. Súper <risa> bien. Bien dicho, bien dicho. Sí. Uh, a ver, ¿a qué animal te crees que pareces de personalidad? Híjole. Está difícil. No sé, no sé <risa> Rápido, qué. pues. No, no hay que pensarlo. Sí, ya sé. No, pues yo digo, no sé por qué pienso como que una rana. Mm. Porque si me dices altos, yo salto. <risa> siempre, siempre estoy así como que viendo todo, pero cuando necesitas tomar acción, me levanto y lo hago. Y siento que no sé por qué me vino a la mente una rana. Okay. Bueno, así, así es, pues. <risa> eh, bueno, hablemos este de productos este lo más necesarios pues este hace como unos minutos hablamos de eh, Kendra y uh -huh. Heat Protector eh, pero no sé si hay otro este producto que no puedes vivir sin este producto entonces avísanos este cuál sería yo le rezo a Olaplex ah. Olaplex mi favorito, es mi, el top, mejor, top, top. yo no hago ningún eh, servicio químico sin Olaplex, yo siempre le digo a mis clientes, mi precio ya viene incluido el Olaplex porque me va a dar la seguridad de que su cabello uh -huh. va a estar saludable uh -huh. y mi trabajo va a salir bien, pa. entonces el Olaplex de cajón siempre lo uso y lo promuevo y le digo a los clientes que si pueden tomarlo para el mantenimiento de su cabello, mejor porque mi nombre va a caminar Ven su cabellito saludable y he restaurado muchos, el cabello de muchos clientes sí. con Olaplex, entonces pues no tengo nada malo que decir, entonces siempre lo utilizo. Excelente. Y bueno, por fin, consejos para aquellos que quieren llegar al top de la industria de belleza, cabello, hair. ¿Cuál sería? Ama tu trabajo. Ama tu trabajo, este... Nunca te, no te desesperes porque, como te digo, nunca terminamos de aprender. No significa que por algo te salga mal seas la peor estilista o porque hayas perdido la paciencia algún día. Pasa totalmente, somos humanos, pero no pierdas esa pasión. 
esas ganas de siempre empezar de nuevo, siempre el otro día va a estar un nuevo día, un nuevo cliente, uh -huh. una nueva actitud. Y si tú lo tomas de la mano con una buena actitud y con siendo agradecido, todo te va a salir. No tiene por qué salirte mal las cosas. Siempre hay que pensar positivo y siempre hay que este, pensar lo mejor de que las cosas son por algo y pasan por algo. Bueno, este, no podríamos hacer, eh, hacerlo este, mejor eh, con estos quick texts que, que lo que hicimos. Pues este, muchísimas gracias, Tariela, por tu tiempo, no, este, por pasarla con nosotros este, hablando así con tanta honestidad. Eh, nos encantaría que, que regresaras este, en el futuro, pues, este, para Cuando hablar quieras. con nuestros este, lectores en el futuro. Pues, este, okay. siempre, siempre bienvenida. Este, gracias. gracias, gracias, gracias por todo. Muchas gracias por invitarme. Me siento muy honored de que me invitaron y este, les deseo el mejor éxito. Muchas gracias por el espacio, por la atención y por tan linda entrevista. Muchas gracias. Okay, so the thing I love about JCPenney Salon is that there's some uncovered little gems and secrets with with being a stylist there. Mm -hmm. Things like, you know, benefits, flexible schedules, um, all of the continued education, the multi-locations across the country. So mm -hmm. kudos to JCPenney Salon for taking care of our stylists in the industry um, and allowing them to be the best version of themselves at the salon. Yeah. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tees, and send in questions to volumeup at thetees.com. We'll take product records too. Volume Up is a Tees Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode.